So what does, what is this movie really all about? Or what is the story Alice in Wonderland really all about? It's not about confusion of those things. It's really about growing up. It's about taking responsibility and it's about growing up. So it's, it's about becoming mature. It's about doing those things. So it's not really about that. But here, here's the thing. Okay. She says, Alice says, I would have a place that is, that is confusion. You know, it wouldn't make sense. I would, in a way she's saying, I would make my own rules. Have you ever wanted to make your own rules? You know, have any of you ever tried to make your own rule? I mean, wouldn't it be cool if we could make our own rules? But you know what? Rules are good for us sometimes. Rules, are, rules actually are to protect us. Uh, okay, like the rule that we call the law of gravity, that rule. Has anybody ever tried to break that rule, that law of gravity? Anybody, you know, with a sheet jumping off the side of a house? Has anybody done that in the, anybody, anybody? You, did you really, Brent, jump up? How did, how did it work out for you? Did you break the law of gravity? <laughs> for two seconds, okay. <laughs> how about anybody ever make their own wings? Anybody, you know, try that one? You too? Goodness. Okay, well, uh, then again, you don't have any kids yet, so, and, so they're not sitting beside you like everybody else is, so you don't have to explain yet. But one of these days, you'll have to explain all that, which, and that may be why some of you didn't raise your hand, right? <laughs> You don't break the law of gravity. You can't. The only way man has ever flown is to understand the laws of aerodynamics. Three laws of aerodynamics. You know what they are? I hear thrust. Lift. Drag. Thank you. Drag, thrust, and lift. Yeah, those, those are the, the, the three laws. of. And if you don't know those, you're not going to, you know, Brent, he, he really learned about the law of gravity. He didn't learn about a lot about drag and lift and thrust, you know, when he jumped off uh, of whatever it was he jumped off of. He, he learned more about the law of gravity. You've got to learn about those laws. And it's not in setting your own rules that you're able to fly. It's understanding the rules and using them. Okay, so, so we can sometimes have to change our whole attitude. It's not breaking the rules is what's going to set us free. It's figuring out how to use those rules to actually make them work in our life. You know, it's, it's like, you might think it would really be cool if like, what if we could just suspend the law of gravity for a few moments, right? And we could all just kind of float around a room. How many, would y'all like that? Would that be fun to float around a room? You know, and, and, and just let it go on for a little while. And so when service is over, we just float right out the door. And float over to the restaurant, float home in a little while. You know, we're just floating everywhere and everywhere. And, you know, if we did that, we would have to float home because when you get outside, your car would not be in the parking place that you left it in. It would be up in a cloud somewhere. It'd be, you know, and when you get to the restaurant, you know, and, and the waitress brings your food and puts it down in front of you, it wouldn't stay there. But, you know, your French fries would be floating all around the restaurant because we have suspended the law of gravity. You see, you can't just make your own rules because... Everybody depends on the rules. It's important. And Alice, in her new world, that she thought was going to be awesome because it would be nonsense, but she learned that there are, there are also rules there, and you have to learn to go by those rules. So, so let, let's look at a little clip about how she's beginning to learn that lesson. Oh, oh, oh I beg your pardon. It's quite all right. But you did give me quite a turn. You see, I was following... Rather good, what? Doorknob turn? Please, sir. <laughs> well, one good turn deserves another. What can I do for you? Well, I'm looking for a white rabbit. So, um, if you don't mind... Eh? Oh! There he is! I simply must get through! Sorry, you're much too big. 
Simply impassable. You mean impossible? No, impassable. <laughs> Nothing's impossible. Why don't you try the bottle on the table? Table? Oh! Read the directions, and directly you'll be directed in the right direction. <laughs> Drink me. Hmm. Better look first, for if one drinks much from a bottle marked poison, it's almost certain to disagree with one sooner or later. Beg your pardon? I was just giving myself some good advice. But, hmm, tastes like a cherry tart. Custard, pineapple, roast turkey, goodness! What did I do? <laughs> you almost went out like a candle. But look, I'm just the right size. Oh, no use. <laughs> I forgot to tell you. <laughs> I'm locked. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but of course, uh, you've got the key, so... Now, don't tell me you left it up there. Oh, dear. Whatever will I do? Try the box, naturally. Oh! Eat me. All right. Well, goodness knows what this will do. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> what did you say? I said a little of that went a long way. <laughs> well, I don't think it's so funny. No, no, I do never get old. Oh, no, no, no. Crying won't help. I know, but I, I, I just got... Oh, no. Hey, it won't do. It won't do at all. You, you... Oh, look, the bottle, the bottle. I do wish I hadn't cried so much. Yeah, so you know, one of the things I see in that clip is I see how many decisions Alice made in just such a short time. It's almost like one little thing goes wrong and all of a sudden she jumps and makes another decision. You know, and she jumps and makes another decision. And then, you know, she's all emotional about it. And so, well, let me do this. Let me try this. And she talks to herself a little bit, but she really doesn't just reason things out all the way. And she says, you know, this, this could mess up for me, but she goes ahead with it. And if we're not careful, we do the same thing. Alice needed this advice. She needed to learn to stop, to think, and to choose wisely. Okay? And all of us, kids, you need to learn this. Stop, think, and choose wisely. Adults, some of you need still to learn this, right? Stop, think, and choose wisely. One of the worst things you can do is make a decision in the midst of emotion. When you, start, when you start making decisions in the midst of emotion, you're going to make emotional decisions instead of wise decisions. And you need to stop, think, and choose wisely. And we have people in our lives that sometimes do that, right? Kids, you got parents, and sometimes they tell you, oh, oh stop, stop just a minute, now think about what you're about to do. And they're saying, you know, think about it so you can choose wisely. Uh, and you adults as well, you know. You've got people like, or you need people like that. And we need to be praying that God, you know, would put those people in, in our kids' lives as well. We, we, we need people. We need friends. We need family members. People who will help us stop and think and choose wisely. And, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big college football fan, right? And it's, you know, you kind of get in the itch now. You go in places and they've got last year's games playing, trying to get your, you know, and so I'm already kind of thinking about some of that. And I thought about this right here. I think, you know, the, the, a college football player though, especially like a running back, I mean, man, he's, he's cutting through the line. He's having to make all these decisions just like this and say, you know, he doesn't have time to stop, think, and choose wisely. But, but a guy, even a guy playing college football, he's been playing for years and he has been getting his mindset ready and he has been 
already thinking. You know, he doesn't just run out there on the field and take off. I mean, he's been preparing and he's already stopped and thought and got everything worked out so he can make decisions like that. So, you, you know, you got to do it that way or you got to do it this way, but you've, you've got to get to the place where you stop making emotional decisions. So don't make, don't make emotional decisions. Don't make decisions based on what you feel and what you think in a moment because that moment's going to change. And like with Alice, what was she doing? I mean, she was shrinking, growing, shrinking, growing, and then she was floating out, you know, and, and she's going to be doing this kind of the rest of the story, the rest of the movie. So we need, so we need, we need also some friends who will say, oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, stop, 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 stop. You need to think about that before you do that. You know, those of you who are dating age kind of a thing, you need some friends that'll say, whoa, 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 stop, stop. And if you're dating somebody that never says, hey, let's stop and think about this for just a moment and let's make a wise decision before we choose this or that or whatever. If you're dating someone that never says that, then you might be, need to date somebody else. You need some good people around you. And, and Alice, I think she, she got a, almost got a friend like this in the movie. And maybe, to me, they're almost the best friend because this person in this next clip probably gives them the best advice that uh, she gets in the whole uh, story. So let's look at this. Now let's see. Where was I? Hmm, I, I wonder which way I ought to go. Now, where in the world do you suppose that lonesome? Oh, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I, I was no, no, I, I, I mean, I, I was just wondering. Oh, that's quite all right. Uh, <clears throat> one moment, please. Ooh. Second chorus. It was brilliant, and the slithy toves did beguile and gimbel in the wave. Why, why, you're a cat. A Cheshire cat, all a mimsy, oh, the water goes. Oh, wait, don't go, please. Very well. Third chorus. Oh, no, 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 thank you, but, but I just wanted to ask you which way I ought to go. Well, that depends on where. You want to get to... Oh, it really doesn't matter. As long as I can... Then it really doesn't matter which way you go. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you'd really like to know, he went that way. Who did? The white rabbit. He did? He did what? Uh, went that way. Who did? The white rabbit. What rabbit? But didn't you just say, I mean, oh dear. Can you stand on your head? <coughs> However, if I were looking for a white rabbit, I'd ask the Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter? No, no, I, I don't... Or there's the March Hare in that direction. Oh, thank you. I think I shall visit him. Of course, he's mad too. But I don't want to go among mad people. Oh, you can't help that. Most everyone's mad here. <laughs> you may have noticed that I'm not all there myself. <laughs> and the Goodness, if the people here are like that, I, I must try not to upset them. So, does that sound like your, your life? Most people here are a little mad. I'm not all here myself, you know, think that as well. Yeah, okay, so you might not have seen it, but she got some good advice there in the middle of that when he said, if you don't really care where you go, then it doesn't matter which way you go. And you know what? But the world, the cult, our culture, 
they get half of that, and the, the culture gets this part that says, if, uh, you know, it doesn't matter where you go, but it only doesn't matter or which direction you take if you don't know where you're going. That if, uh, next slide please, if, if you don't have any goals, if you have no direction, if you have no desire of exactly where you want to get to, it does not matter where you go. But if you have direction for your life, then it matters greatly where you're going. You know, if you don't care, you know, every, every, uh, every Saturday morning we have a men's breakfast and we've got, we, we've got one young man, uh, a good bit older than me, who, who every week he, I say, what, what's on tap today? He said, I don't know till I get home. I ask my wife and she tells me where we're going today. You know, and so for him, you know, it really doesn't matter where he turns, but she, if she's got a desire, if she's got a plan, then she says we need to turn right or left or whatever. If, if you don't know where you're going, it doesn't matter which way you're going. But do you not want to get somewhere? Do you not want something amazing in your life? If you do, then it does matter greatly what you choose. And so we need people, uh, and a little bit better than the Cheshire Cat. He wasn't the best friend, but at least he gave her some good advice in the middle of all that other nonsense. We need friends like that. And so we need to ask God. I want, you, I want you to start asking God for these two things in your life. One, to give you friends and family that will give you good advice. You need good friends in your life and good family members in your life who will give you good advice. You need, you need people who will, who will say the right, people who will say, stop, think, let's choose wisely. You need people like that. And, and, and parents, you need to be praying that over your kids. Grandparents, you need to be praying this over your grandchildren, is that God give them great friends that are going to pour good things into their life. And then secondly, pray and ask God to show you who he has already put into your life that you need to be paying attention to and that you need to get closer to. Because we all have good friends and bad friends, and even if you don't want to use that, that term bad, we all have friends who push us to be the best that we can, and we have friends who sometimes have ideas that don't lead us to our best. And we need to not just be praying that, we need to be praying that over our kids. But parents, grandparents, we need to be praying that over ourselves. You know, here, here's, here's, a, here, here's a dangerous thing for us adults is when we tell kids they need to do something, then we don't do it. We're kind of bringing a condemnation on ourselves because when we say, you need to do this, then we're saying, I understand this is a good thing, and then we choose to do something else. We're bringing the condemnation on ourselves because we're saying, I already know to do this, and I'm not going to do it. We're rebelling. So make sure whatever it is that we're telling our kids to do, we're also doing ourselves. Whether it's your kids, your grandkids, or you, you keep your neighbor's kids, or you're a mentor, or you work in kids' church, or, or, or you're teaching the school system, whatever, whatever is right and good that you're teaching, you need to also be fulfilling. Uh, let, let me throw uh, one last little thing at you, and this is, this is about um, accepting God, accept God's direction and be blessed or ignore it and bring calamity and disaster to your life. Let, let me say this real quick, if I can, just before, just before we close. Is this sounds like, man, God's a mean God, isn't he? Some people think, man, God's mean because if I don't listen to God, he's going to punish me. But let's imagine. Let's imagine we were playing a game today, okay? Let's imagine we were playing a game, and, and, and there were all kinds of booby traps and all kinds of stuff like pies in the face and, and ooze and, and, and stuff that could, could you know, just get all over you, and, and, and we blindfolded you, okay? And, and you come up here, and I'm going to give you direction, and as you're, you're going to walk from this side to this side, and I'm going to tell you, turn right, take three steps this way, and turn left, spin around and go back this way and go this way, you know, and, and I really want to win. You know, because I'm on your team and I want to win. And if I tell you because of that and I tell you something and, and you do what I say to do, you're going to get to the other side and we're going to win, right? And because you trust me because we're on the same team. 
Now, if, if I tell you to do something and it, it, halfway through you say, you know what, I'm not going to listen to Pastor Rick anymore. I want to do this thing my way. And then you turn the wrong way and you get a pie in the face. Are you going to say, boy, Pastor Rick is mean because just because I didn't do it his way, they, somebody put a pie. No, it wasn't me. It was you. You chose not. And I'm on your team. I'm wanting you to do the best. You know what? Same way with God. That's what God is doing. God gives us direction. And when we listen to his direction, because he's on our team, he's guiding us through all this stuff. And so if we accept his direction, we're blessed. But when we ignore it, oh, that's when tragedy comes. Like Alice, you know, that's when calamity after calamity and just problem after problem comes because, I mean, it was a crazy world she was in, but if she'd have just listened to a few things, she would have helped herself. And so we can either accept God's direction and be blessed, or we can ignore it and end up with tragedy after tragedy and calamity, pies in the face, spiritually speaking, for those of you who aren't kids anymore in your spirit, heart, or whatever. You know, but if we don't, let me, let me take you to some scripture. And I saved the scripture because I didn't want to start with this, this, this long scripture, but I, I wanted to take you to some scripture this morning. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, this is selected verses. The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are headed for destruction. But we who are being saved know it is the very power of God. As the scriptures say, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and discard the intelligence of the intelligent. So where does this leave the philosophers, the scholars, and the world's brilliant debaters? You know, God's saying, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just kind of put all the wisdom aside. Here, here's why. God has made the wisdom of this world look foolish. Since God in his wisdom, he saw to it, it was his desire, it was his plan that through that the world would never know him through human wisdom. And Paul is writing this and he says, God has used our foolish preaching. He's saying, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not all that, okay? I'm not all that in a bag of chips. I'm not ever, you know, you guys, say, I, I'm not telling you I'm amazing. I, I'm telling you, even in my foolish preaching, God has chosen to use this foolish preaching to save those who believe. So when we preach that Christ was crucified, the Jews get offended and the Gentiles say, it's all nonsense. And, and, and so, so this morning, if this message, and this, this message is more elementary than normal, but if this message to you is foolishness, Here's what he says. Look at what he says in this next, these next few verses. But to those called by God to salvation, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. This foolish plan of God of preaching this message of Jesus Christ dying, even, even as foolish as this is this morning, if that's what some of you would term it, is wiser than the wisest of human plans. And God's weakness is stronger than the greatest of human strength. So if this seems to be too elementary, too, too foolish today for you, the most foolish of all of God's plans is greater than the wisdom of all of man's. It's what he's saying. God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and he used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. And if I lost you in the uh, videos and stuff, or, or if you just weren't paying attention to this, let me sum all this these verses of scripture up here for you. A lot of times we put emphasis on the wrong stuff and we're looking at the wrong, we're looking at unimportant things and calling them important and we're looking over the important things. And some of those important things are sitting with you right now this morning. You don't get that opportunity but they're sitting with you today. And sometimes we put other things that are more important in front, that are less important in front of these. These are the important things. 
And I started, I started to think about, well, like a list, of, like these things. No, anything that you put in front of the important things, you need to get out of the way. And so here's, here's what I'm going to ask you to do today. I want to ask you, we like to close around front. I want to ask you to bring your family, bring your kids, okay? If you will stand and come to the front, and uh, they're going to bring the small kids back in so that they'll be with you. If you'll just come to the front, if you need to step back there and get them, you can, but they'll bring them to you if you'll just come to the front. And uh, come with your family if you've got family here today. And uh, if, uh, if you're a first-time attender, we'd like to close around front with the final song, final prayer. This is, this is not abnormal. This is part of the normal that we have. And we invite you to come and join us if you feel comfortable doing that. Okay? Thank you. Just come on in. So we'll take, we'll take just a moment for our kids to come back in and get with you guys. And I know we had a few that went back out, so we'll, we'll let them come in. So let me, um, let me throw this last little point at you. I normally have one last little point just before we close once we get to the front. So let me throw this last, last little point at you right here. Maturity is making the decision to do what is right even when you feel like or want something else. You know, our culture tells us that maturity is reaching an age where you're old enough to do something. Okay, you're mature. You're old enough to drive a car. You know, let me tell you something. Everybody's got a driver's license, not mature enough to drive a car yet. Snicker, snicker, amen. Come on, right? It is, right? We've got two, two, uh, two of our ladies here that in the last, uh, I think, eight days have had car accidents. They might, they might could tell you about some, some drivers out there that don't need, to, don't need some driver's license, you know? But our culture says if you're, you, know, you get to a certain age and so you're mature, you're mature enough to have a driver's license, you're mature enough to buy alcohol or cigarettes or vote or join the army. That's not what mature, maturity is not an age level. Here's, here, here's, this is my definition of maturity. If you, if you go to uh, uh, Webster's, if you go to the dictionary, you will not see this. This is my definition of maturity, okay? It's this, let me say it a little different way. Maturity is not when you get to a certain age where you are allowed to do something. Maturity is being given the option to choose and choosing the best and right things instead of choosing what you want or what you feel. That's what maturity is. Maturity is having the maturity to say no to yourself. And, uh, you know, I, th I, think that, I think that's one of the biggest things when, a, when a, a child begins to say no to themselves, you're beginning to see maturity. And sadly, we see a lot of adults today that still can't say no to themselves. So let's grow up. Let's be mature. There are a lot of people in this world, and every decision we make, there, there are no such things as, well, this only affects me and impacts me. You know, you, you guys, some of you kids, you remember, you're about to go back to school, right? And sometimes if you mess up in school, you know, that you mess it up for everybody else and everybody gets in trouble. That ever happened? You know, how about some of you adults? That ever happened to you? I'm sure it's happened with Brent. I mean, you know, the guy that's jumping off, the, jumping off the side of his house. I'm sure, yeah, there's probably been some stuff he's done that everybody else maybe in class or in, in the family got in trouble. Everybody in the room got in trouble because, you know, everybody kind of got, that happens. And maturity realizes there are more people involved in this world than just me. And I've got to make right decisions that are going to be good for everybody. You have an awesome opportunity. Dad, mom, grandparents, you have an awesome opportunity today. You got your kids with you. You don't normally have them at the close of service, so please take advantage of it. Prayer team members are standing here, and this would be a great opportunity. Bring your kids, and let's pray over you. Less than two weeks, school starts again. 
And some of you had issues last year, right? And even if you didn't have issues last year, you don't want issues this year. Man, what an opportunity today to bring your kids and let's pray over them. Let's pray God's protection. Let's pray God's direction. Let's pray God give them good friends this year. All of those things, okay? So Jamie's going to listen to the final song. I'm going to start a prayer right here. Go ahead. Bring your kids right now. Come on, some of you families, just go ahead.